Okay. Hello. Wagwan. Hola. <laughs> is another episode. This is episode number 17 of the Johnny Stone podcast. Yeah, we've been doing this for a while and we enjoy it. We have the latest people in Accra on this platform. You know me, catch me at my weekly events. I don't want to mention them again because I'm tired of mentioning them. But yeah, we're out here. Today on the podcast, I'm not going to do any long thing. We have one of the most, what, what should I say? <laughs> Brightest talents in Accra at the moment. <laughs> and he's a friend of mine. Yes, I have lit <laughs> friends, lit, lit friends. He goes by the name of Kwame Ampofo, right? Ampo. Ampo. Yeah. I don't know his name like that. Yeah. I just know his first name. What's the friend? <laughs> so, this guy... If you like food, turn up the volume. Turn up the volume right now. If you like food, turn up the volume. You may know him as Kwame from the Bishville, the company Bishville. Now, mm. I want to let you introduce yourself. Who, who is Kwame? Well, um, Kwame is uh, a creative director of a small company. And a, called... part, a part-time karaoke singer too. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> called Bishville. Uh, Bishville is basically a pop-up restaurant. And we offer private chef services, yes. Private chef services. Chef so services. if we, we call you to our house, you cook for us? Definitely. Definitely. Whether breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Breakfast, lunch, dinner, even if you want the food at dawn. But what's the catch? <laughs> uh, what's the catch with what? Like the private <laughs> service, because I know it's not free. Bro. Yeah, of course. Uh, we are not that expensive. Really? Like, you know, we are just there. <laughs> You're not that expensive? <laughs> not that expensive. Because... If anyone has seen your branding, it's it's like premium service, of which course. is very it's definitely good. premium service, and we have a, a targeted group that we want to capture. Okay, so, um, so if you're not the target market, then then it's expensive <laughs> for you. Uh, we are not that expensive. Okay, yes, I'm I'm glad you're saying that because you get a lot more customers. Of like, course, yeah. of course, of course. So how did you get into being a chef? Well, um, growing up, I've always been like enthusiastic about food. I've been passionate about food. I've I, I, loved think a lot food. Of, I, I think a lot of people are. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> what? A lot of people are, but not like a lot of us can't cook. Yeah, definitely. Well, so okay. So the the thing is, um, I knew at some point in my life when I was young yeah. that I would do something related to food. <laughs> if not, cook own a restaurant, um, be a food blogger, something. Mm. But it had to be something related to food. Um, so in my second year in uh, college, I decided to start a business. Mm-hmm. Um, something around food too. Mm-hmm. And Where did you go to college, by the way? Um, Presbyterian University College. Okay. And I wanted to um, hire a chef. Hire a chef? Yes. To teach so, you? No, 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 no. So he could carry on with my ideas uh, but the thing is I didn't have money to hire the chef uh, and I could cook so I was like why don't I get into the kitchen and then like do this myself and so the whole purpose of Bishville is basically to raise funds to open a restaurant awesome a lot of people don't know this direction because yes. they see it and I didn't think know this direction too this much. is the final thing but the final thing is to open the first authentic African fine dining restaurant in Ghana. And do you know that I'm sure a lot of people, it's a success already, even of before course, it's happened. Of course. Because the, the groundwork you've put into the brand so far is madness. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, I relate to Kwame a lot because I'm someone that's doing my own thing as well. Definitely. And it's not easy, people. <laughs> that's what people think. People look, <laughs> I've had comments or I've had people come up to tell me that, I make it look too easy or what I'm doing is too easy, but you have mm. no idea. Like the I don't sleep. I know, yeah. I barely sleep. Um I'm always working. I don't I'm I'm a kind of person who doesn't like to sit down and do nothing. Like I always try to get myself occupied. So I work every single time. I would say that I think late last year, middle of last year, 2017, mm-hmm. was when your name came out really strong, right? Yeah. Would you agree? Yes, I would agree. How long before, I don't believe in anything as an overnight success, obviously. And I know that even before you came out, and before you came out, actually, I'd heard about you because we started, um, this is this is kind of like gossip. We were doing Seraglio. We were now coming to start Seraglio. So yeah. we were looking around for um, people that could cook, chefs and of whatnot. Course. 
and your name came up. I'd not yeah. heard of you by then. Like, mm-hmm. your name came up, and we done us some homework, and they were like, "Oh, this guy is really good. I've heard good things about him." Yeah. Um, it didn't come to pass, but then still, we're gonna collaborate in the future. Of course, definitely. definitely. But how long before your name came out last year had you been working towards? <laughs> It's crazy. I would say it's something that I have been working towards for most part of my life. Mm-hmm. But then I actually became very serious about it in my third year in college, which was in 2016, mm-hmm. um, in February. Yeah. So that's when I started vigorous work. Okay. I started working very hard, um, putting pictures out there. And at that time, I was very young in the thing. So, mm. can I ask your age, by the way, like right now? Hey, Charlie, I'm old there's, enough. There's controversy around your age. I'm someone old enough. Someone will say that Kwame is 22, hey, and no, I've heard no, no, that Kwame no, no. is 25. Nah, I'm not that young. Then someone will say, "Oh, this guy, he lie. He be like some 35 year old guy. Where he won't come." Well, so <laughs> I really don't. You're in your 20s. Like I'm in my 20s, middle, early, or later. I'm in my 20s. <laughs> I'm also in my 20s, but then. Well, I'm young. I'm young. Yeah. But I'm not 22. <laughs> I'm not 22. And I'm not 23. So You're done with uni now? Yeah. So, did you think to yourself, you know, you started this while you were in uni. Yes. So, a lot of people come out of uni, a lot of young people, they come out of uni thinking, okay, I have my degree now. Yeah. I have my, um, whatever I've got from uni. Mm-hmm. Then, it's like, job. Did yeah. you think about getting a job? No, a degree won't get you a job. Um, in this part of the country, almost everywhere in this world, you mm-hmm. need to strive for yourself if yeah. you want to make um, your nine to five job. Your degree will get you a nine to five job, which will in turn pay some of your bills. Mm-hmm. Do this, do this. Do That's that. a job. Of course, it is. Would you do a nine to five? I don't mind. You I'll don't do mind. a nine to five to fund my dreams. Okay, that sounds... Yes. I wouldn't do a 9 to 5. Where I am right now, mm-hmm. I, I can't see myself doing a 9 to 5. Definitely. But I, I don't like... I don't like the idea of not having regular income. Yes. Um. So, if I will do a 9 to 5 to get to where I want to be, yeah. I would do a 9 to 5, save that money and use it to fund my dreams. There you go. For instance, if I wasn't in school and I was out of school and I was going to start my company, yeah. I would rely on the 9 to 5 job the salary to start my company. Just as I relied on my um, allowance for school mm-hmm. to start my business. I used my allowance Mad. for school to start. And it was very small at that time. It was really small. But I had to make something out of it. You see, the thing is, the backbone of every economy yeah. is private sector. Yeah. And private sector is entrepreneurship. Yes. And entrepreneurship is you and I. There's a lot of people who will call themselves entrepreneurs, but they're of not course. entrepreneurs. Definitely. What is the difference between you as an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. someone else as an entrepreneur who's maybe just, yeah, let me just start selling my own t-shirts. Yeah. Like, what's the difference? Well, I would say personally, I would say the person saying, let me just start selling my own t-shirts. It could be a product. Product. It's an entrepreneur, but... But? It's all knowledge, right? Yes. And it's all traits and it's all... Um, Qualities. Mm-hmm. There are certain qualities you need to possess if you want to be an entrepreneur. It's not for everybody. It's it's definitely it's in everybody, but it's, it's not everybody who can approach it. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, the thing is, you need to be charismatic. You need to be risk taking. That's I think risk taking is the one of yes, the biggest things. Because <laughs> sometimes you need to put all the money you've saved in the basket into something, and mm-hmm. you don't know if you are gonna get, get returns. It, yeah. So it's it's a zeal and it comes from within you. Yeah. So if you have it within you and you don't tame it to a certain extent, it will be very difficult for you to approach your ideas and your dreams. Since yeah. you started, what a lot of people have noticed is the branding you have is it's a pre, it's premium branding. Yes. You're not going to see your peers from school come mm-hmm. to you and say, okay, let me get Kwame to do um, a dinner for me. Not that they don't want you to do it. Yeah. Before I even look at your company, I see that, no, I have to have money. I'm not just going to walk up to you and say, oh, <laughs> let, um, let me go and get this guy. You know, yeah. like, oh, shall he be my guy? No. Yeah, definitely. I, <laughs> so the thing is, you can't serve everybody in the market. No. Uh, you need to, 
uh, specifically Jesus, Jesus could but then yeah like, you need to specifically identify a target and the reason why I want to offer a premium service is mm-hmm. because I want to be very original yeah and originality is expensive very expensive originality costs money um I'm putting a lot in this business yeah. I'm investing so much money yeah. and so much time yeah. maybe time more than money <laughs> but uh will come, time will change soon the other way around time is equal to money i'm t- t- bro i tell i tweet this thing every other day sell your time time sell time. your time you see the thing is people value money mm-hmm. and people value time but they don't but value they don't give time yes the same they don't give, they give definitely money. but you need to give time mm-hmm. cuz if you ask me what's my worth Mm. I I will add my time. Yeah. Cuz I put a lot of time in the, in my craft and in mm-hmm. the work I do. I practice every day. I cook every single day. Whether I have to for a job or not. Mm-hmm. I still cook cuz I need to practice and make sure I, I'm you perfecting can never be comfortable. My, definitely. Um even though the the goal of all this is not to stay in the kitchen. Yeah. It's to you, definitely own. You're not in a box of I'm a chef. I'm just going to open no, a restaurant no, and of course there. and sit back. You see the thing to us if you want if you want to do something you need you need experience first yes so if i want to own a restaurant if i want to own a kitchen if i want to one. sorry you've got to work in one to, yes. to own definitely you go, you have to know the systems in the kitchen mm-hmm. so if my if i open a restaurant and my chefs are fucking up yes i can say hey do it this way mm-hmm. because i know and i have I have experience in the kitchen. But if I don't, how would I be able to identify what they are doing is wrong? You know, so I, I have a degree in business. Yeah. Um so I know the administrative part as well. Yeah. Um I read a lot of business books to self-development so that I can handle a lot of the admin all the branding, the marketing you see is yeah. done by me. Wow. Everything everything i yes. you design your own stuff or you no. give the you give the concept to someone else definitely so i give the concept to somebody I, i'm not very good with designing mm-hmm. but the direction of it is done by me but you did your market research i did my market research and you saw i saw your target audience yes and definitely just, yes now as much as your premium mm-hmm. and you have your tar- your target audience i for one i think a number of us we are on twitter mm-hmm. i use like i like to use twitter a lot of course you are very popular on the application. Mm-hmm. Do you get a lot of business from Twitter or is it mainly and you can be I have to be honest here is it mm-hmm. just like you get the hype on Twitter but then the business comes outside of the other connections? The business definitely does not come out, out of Twitter. It doesn't Social come from media is a beautiful thing and yeah. it's it's a platform where you can promote your business in a snap. Yeah. But if you offer a premium service your um, target market most of them are off twitter yes. are, are off instagram yeah most of them are the on linkedin definitely yeah. and the people who have money mm-hmm. so twitter is good for um marketing yes it's good for uh recommendations Very somebody recommendation. sees your work and if maybe his or her parents are like oh i need a chef oh i know this guy you know so it's it's a marketing tool mm-hmm. more than a, a platform to look for clients what's your networking game like <laughs> i'm very big on networking <laughs> definitely like i can go to palace yeah. shopping center mm-hmm. and just see a woman who i think some way somehow would need my services. services okay not afford, but would need. <laughs> need your services. The need is Bro, more this, important this, than the afford. This now sounds like you're approaching a random woman that no, could no, use no, your no. services. No, we, we, so, we so services the thing is, I remember one time I was in Palace, I was buying salmon. And the woman, there was a woman just by me when I was paying for the thing. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, the salmon is a spe- A kilo of salmon is like 300 CDs. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, this is... A, and I, I just started a conversation with her. I gave her my card, told her what I do. And three days after, she called me for a job, a big job. See how it goes. I move. You see, if if you are calling yourself an entrepreneur, yeah. you need to chase the job money. work. You need to chase your profits. Mm-hmm. You need to chase 
um, you you can't sit down and relax and, and wait then for work to come to work. you. Yeah, um, they are very. The job I do is very seasonal. Mm-hmm. In December, in um, in November, December is January. It's very hot, hot. Like yeah. I can work Market two, season. three jobs every day. Wow. In March, April. Maybe Easter, yeah. Easter is a hot season. April, June, yeah. It's a little bit dicey. Maybe you can get like three, four, five jobs a month. You work by yourself, yeah. By yourself, yeah. Oh no, yeah. But so yeah. the thing is, if I have a bigger job, yeah, I have a team. Okay. But if like it's private chefing for families at home, yeah. then it's just me. And most of it's private. Yeah, 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 and that's where the money is. Do you get that's people, where the money is. That's, do you get people coming up to you saying that they want to work for you? Oh, yeah, a lot. I remember just recently I posted a, a flyer looking for a personal assistant. Yeah. And I got over 200 emails. My and the goodness. thing was, I was so surprised because I'm looking for a young person yeah. who can grow with the business. Yeah. But then I was getting like 40-year-olds, like people with experience, like, 10, 15 years experience mm-hmm. applying, also applying for, in like it was a mix between young people and old people. So you have an assistant now? No, not yet. Okay, but you're still searching? I'm still searching. Like I'm going through the thing, it's a lot. I, I also did the similar thing that you sent me because, <laughs> yeah. So I have an assistant. It's, oh, okay. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Well, I mean, my thing is, I'm very critical when it comes to picking a team, mm-hmm. picking teammates because. Mm-hmm. It's One, your, it's your money, it's your business, it's your life. Uh, well, the job I do is you need to have discreet people, confidential people who can be very confidential. Because mm-hmm. um, not everybody that you cook for, or you, you see, sometimes where I go to cook, security checks, all of that. There you go. You know, so it's it's very crazy sometimes to get good people around you, and also to get people who. Their vision is in line with yours, right? You know, mm-hmm. and that's a key thing for me to look for uh, people. And someone being a personal assistant yeah. is, in one way or the other, being you. That's you see. It's so like an if I don't of see, if I don't see myself in you, uh, so if you applied for the thing and I haven't reached out to you, don't think maybe it's because your application wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Maybe I haven't even read your application yeah, yet. But to- over 200, yes. it's a lot. But just know, I'm, I'm just looking for someone who is a reflection of me, mm-hmm. basically. You mentioned security. Mm-hmm. Who is the biggest person you've cooked for <laughs> so far? <laughs> it's very relative because... Okay, let me make... <laughs> okay, mention some of the, if you can, mm-hmm. mention some of the... Big people you have cooked for. Okay, so I'll just mention the ones that I can mention and the ones that I was confident or I was allowed to put out. Yeah. I've cooked for the first lady. Wow. I've cooked for the first lady and her friends. Wow. <laughs> I've cooked I've, for... I've, I've heard about this, but still, yeah. wow. <laughs> the siblings of the first lady. Some of them, not all. Are you into politics? I, no, no, Is this no, any, no. It's just one any... gig. It's just one gig. So, so the, I did the first lady's um, birthday. I did the hors d'oeuvres how for the first lady. How did you ladies. get that contract? <laughs> it was a recommendation from my friend. Your friend? Yes, one of my friends. Recommended C- me Can to I please go to church on Sunday to pray for friends <laughs> like this that will give me contracts for the presidency? Yeah, but the type of friend she is, yeah. she won't recommend you if your stuff... Definitely. I was going to say... And that's, that's how come I'm very... I was very grateful because... If you are not, there are jobs that have come mm-hmm. that she thinks, oh, maybe Kwame is not ideal for this. Yeah, not because my work is not good, but mm-hmm. maybe the kind of events. Maybe it's a, it's a public event. Maybe the people, maybe could not afford to pay. So yeah. then he, she will recommend somebody else. Mm-hmm. But she saw the event and then she was like, nah, for Odefs, maybe Kwame will be very good for this. Mm-hmm. So she recommended me, and I put. They gave me the uh, first lady and her friends gave me the um, power to choose anything I want to make for them. Mm. So I chose some of my best sellers and then I made it for them. And they were all very impressed. Yeah. And they all took my cards. I was going to ask. Um, the at- around that time, 
mm-hmm. you gave your cards out. I think there was a wrong number. Yeah, so I was just coming to that. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a very funny story because the person who printed my business cards made a mistake. Oh, and I returned the business cards mm-hmm. and he brought the new ones. Mm-hmm. So what the mistake he made first was Bishville is double I. Yes. But he made it a U. So it was, it was Bushville. 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 So I returned it and then made a correction. And when he brought it, my number, the last number is three one three three. Yeah. But Please he made men- it. Don't mention your number on the one one three one one three. And that's just escaped me. Like I, I didn't. Did you I didn't. call the number to find out? No, I didn't. <laughs> so I gave out all these cards. Mm. It's cause there were like eighty people. Oh goodness gracious me! And let's see, about fifty something took my cards, cause I ran out of cards. And so the people who took my number on their phones got the correct number numbers. And then the people who took my cards didn't get the right numbers. But the funny thing was. One reached out to me on my Instagram. Yes. And I was like, oh, hey, Guame, I've been, yes, I've been, yeah, it's my Instagram handle is on the thing. So I've been trying to reach out to you because I have uh, a job coming up I want you to do. But your number isn't going. And I was like, oh, that number should go. So I took the card and I was like, I was like, damn. <laughs> so, and she was very kind because she took the correct number and sent it to all her friends back. So then they could reach me. <laughs> um, and I got a lot of jobs from um, that circle. So it just grows. It's basically yeah. go out there. If anyone ha- that has a business out here, yeah. see, I've been living in Accra for a long time. And what I've seen is the general consensus is, oh, let me go and get as much money mm-hmm. as possible for, from the service I'm selling. Yeah. And yeah, let me make my money. See, mm-hmm. forget about that. If you're selling a service or you're giving a product, yeah. make sure it it's, is 120%. Of course. They will call you back. Of they'll course. refer you to someone else yeah and you move on from there so the thing is 85% of the jobs I get are by recommendation yeah and I, it, it, it excites me because then it means I'm doing something right because if you see my thing on social media you haven't experienced it yet mm-hmm. but this is somebody who has experienced it loved mm-hmm. it and then suggested you to somebody else um also people think you need one million Ghana cities to start a business. No, <laughs> you need don't. A plan. You you need a plan, and you need. As I said, it's all about the zeal. Of course, if you want to start a uh, a restaurant, you can start from somewhere. If you want to start a, a water processing company, you can start by That's selling. That's crazy. You said that my younger brother has a company that cleans and purifies water. H two O Solutions. Makes a lot of Perfect. money, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. If you want to start a telecommunication network, mm. you can start from somewhere. Yeah, you know, you don't need to start from a, from, from there. You need to start from somewhere in order to get there. Uh, so a lot of people think, oh, I need, I don't have money to start a business. I had a friend in school who used to sell um, uh, credit and then Born cookies credit. Yeah. and cookies. Yeah, the, which type of cookies? It was cookies made by a woman in the in the town. Okay. So she he would go for the cookies, sell them on the package, repackage them, and then sell it. Then he was making a lot of money out of it, you know. And I would have been very happy if he could, Cook- when we came out of school, continued. He could have because they were very good cookies. Yeah. You know, he, if he could continue, get yeah, a better packaging for it, and then. Who knows? It could blow up and become a, a, a million-dollar business, you know? Your friends around you, mm-hmm. right? How many of them? Are they, are they entrepreneurs as well? Are they entrepreneurs or are they working with companies? Yeah, so I, I like to surround myself with people who motivate me and yeah. people I look up to. So bro, I have... I f- <laughs> bro, bro. Guys, if you, have, know, if you know Kwame, you see him around. He's with specific people that are very lit. Very lit. <laughs> so also if you myself. See, if you see my friends around me, like Ray, Ray has a, a phone business. Mm-hmm. Stanley has a design digital marketing business. Bedewa yeah. has Hamatan Rain. Yeah. 
Johnny Stone has your brand, Johnny yeah, Stone. Then you, you also hang out with a certain musician as well that the hey, ladies love. Which musician? <laughs> you mention his name. Which musician? Oh, mention, mention. mention his government name. Eh? Dwamana. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Kiddy, 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 kiddy. who also has his brand. Um, uh, my my brothers have been like big time motivation. I see you walk around with your brothers a lot. Yeah, so my big brother is a pro photographer. Okay. One of the biggest so in he's Ghana. So he's the guy that did all the pictures earlier no, on? No, 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 no. He's not? No, no, okay. No. Um, he's one of the biggest in Ghana and in Africa because he works across Africa. Amfo Connolly. Amfo Connolly. Amfo Connolly. Amfo Connolly. And my brother, my other brother, the one you see me with yeah. the karaoke all the time, Funny he's guy. into farming. And my he's into farming. Yes, I like that. Yes, uh, you see, people don't know the benefits of farming, but if you get to see, there know, is serious money uh, in farming. Um, Steve is into photography and like commercial stuff. I, I just the people around, around me you are people all who, making it happen. Basically. Yes, so like if you look at the progress of say, um, Stanley's business or Johnny Stone's business. It motivates you and you, yeah. you are motivated to do more and to offer the best out of yourself. Do you have haters? Do you have people, do you feel like people look at your <laughs> progress and think, ah, why, how is this guy benefit? Like, I feel that yeah. way sometimes when I'm mm-hmm. within my... Definitely, it's... it's I've lost it's, friends. Yeah. I've literally lost friends in the last I've lost year a lot of, of this friends. thing. I've lost a lot of friends. Um, haters, so the thing is, I'm all about positive vibes. Like, bro, this guy is rem- like, I'm, I'm not being because sounds like me. Yo, so see, people approach me with um, very negative comments. Is it feedback or just not feedback? Comments? Not feedback, actually. Because, you see, if somebody approaches you from Twitter, yeah. you've never patronized my service. You don't know what yeah. my services entail. If you approach me and you're saying, I don't, you don't think, you think it's just cooking. Like, I just cook. And uh, some luck somewhere. What kind of luck? <laughs> you know, it's very... But I, I'll just meet you. Like, you can think whatever you want to, mm. like, think. You know, uh, when I'm in the kitchen and I'm getting burnt and cut. And there's oil spits. You are sleeping. sleeping. When I'm up 5, uh, 4, 5 a.m. in the morning. And at my dinner market, mm. trying to, like, find fresh vegetables. You, some of you the are sleeping. You, some of the dishes you have as well. Do you do you do you suffer in getting the ingredients? So the thing is, the the ah, the how brand. How can you sit and hate on people because <laughs> <laughs> the brand is built around African food and African flavors. So one of the motivating factors of Beachville is um, the fact that I grew up in a family where. We sat around the table to eat. Maybe my dad wasn't present because my dad was very busy when I was young. Mm-hmm. But my brothers and my mom, we sat around the table to eat. And Together. that's where that's where good conversations came yeah. up. But then now, everybody's rushing home. There's heavy traffic. You buy food in traffic or you buy food in town. You go to a restaurant to eat. So that traditional sitting down to eat is getting lost. Yeah. And the conversations are getting lost. So that's how come I started my pop-up service, yeah. which is... Once a month, bring and people I together. I apologize. I have not attended. <laughs> it's fine. It's no, fine. Like, I need to. I've put a, a big hold on the pop-up service because the private chef is moving mm-hmm. and it, it gives me lesser time to organize uh, the pop-ups. But there's one coming up soon. So I'll definitely put the information out for everybody who has been looking forward to yes. experiencing Bridgeville. I'll also be at the um, July 1st event. July 1st. What about yes. Aquagos Market? No. So, uh, for the first time, Beach will be going public. That says the July 1st, sorry. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so, that's for the first time, big shout outs to Amare and, Amare, Amare and her mom. <laughs> is, it the, is it the festival? Yeah, the festival. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, they are the organizers for the festival. And uh, I actually had, Ama, I went to visit Amare and her mom. I went to visit Ama, but her, ma, her mom happened to be there. She's a good friend of mine. And How? we had a conversation. Her mom is a good friend of yours. Oh, yeah. Ama's, Ama, uh, Papa, Ama's brother, her mom, they're good friends. I've known Ama for quite some time. All right. Um, way back in high school. Uh, so we had a conversation and she mentioned it to me about this July 1st mm-hmm. coming up. 
And I was like, definitely. If like it's you, if it's Amma doing it, if it's you, know, you guys, hundred percent. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't mind going public for the first time. So, uh, baseball will be at July first. If you want to experience just a tiny bit of it, uh, just pass through at the July first. Have to go through. I've seen the lineup. It looks crazy. Yeah, and everybody, I will, I will definitely there. try and go through. I want to ask a question, bro. Yes, this is outside of the food now. Mm. <laughs> you have these rings on your hand. Oh yeah. <laughs> why do you have? Why do you have so many rings? I, okay. Are, is so, it all your wives? Like, oh no 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 you, no. How no. many times you married? Yes. Like, like so, I love rings. Yeah. I like. I don't. I don't like hard jewelry when you enter a room. Everybody's looking at you. Yeah, but I love. Change, but the ring. Yeah, I love rings. And you, you got this for me with. Tell uh, them. <laughs> I bought him a ring. <laughs> uh, with what's his name? Omi. <laughs> Omi, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this I bought from the same woman that day at the right. Crowd Goods Market. So Kwame has like three rings on his fingers yeah. right now. This one, this one is even like getting bad. Um this one was from the American Embassy. Mm-hmm. I used to work at the American Embassy. I was an you intern. You used to work at the American Embassy. I was an intern. Intern. Yeah. At the educational unit of the American Embassy. Do you know uh, Sarah Seely? No. No, okay, she's um, mind. Okay, so uh, this university visited from um, the states, mm-hmm. and it had these like uh, rings for alumni, All right? And uh, they they were just putting it around, and then they gave me one. So I have so I've been wear, wearing this uh, for five, four, five years. So I'm trying to work at your age from the four or five years oh. through intern. <laughs> Man. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So if you want to buy him a gift, please buy him a, a ring. Oh, nah, now I have enough. No, if ladies, you to, ladies. If you want to. By the way, are you single? Eh? 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 <laughs> I'm, ask, no, I've, I'm asking these questions. This is outside the food. Hey, with the food now. I'm feeling hot, right? The, the podcast is ending in a few minutes. <laughs> I'm feeling it's hot. Ending in a few minutes. So, uh, your question again. Are you single? Oh, I'm married. You're married? Yeah. Explain married. I'm married. If someone is married, what does it mean? Married means you are, you are, you are a leader. I'm married yeah. to the game. <laughs> this guy's a fool. He's a fool. He's a fool. He's a fool. Yeah, so, I'm married to the game. You're married to the game. Definitely. Are you not looking to get an official marriage like, to a woman? Like... So the thing, okay, let me just say something. Yeah. So one thing about, you know, when you say risk taking, when it comes to entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. people think it's just like business decisions. It's also it it also has to do with life decisions. Very true. I've lost so many friends because Kwame doesn't have time. You know, and it transcends down into relationships yes. and breaks relationships yes. you have Bro, with people. preach. I can't talk too um, much right now, but... Mm, uh, mm, mm. Um, I'll use this podcast to apologize to a couple of people. Feel free. If you feel I've been unavailable Distant. for Distant you... Distant is the word. Yeah, I, especially my friends. If you mm-hmm. feel I've been unavailable for you, just know it's for, it's for a good cause. It's for a good cause. One day we all sit together and laugh. Mm-hmm. Look back and laugh at all these things. But yeah, sometimes you need to make some hard decisions. But I also like to put, uh, keep my uh, private life. <laughs> no, that, no. <laughs> Definitely. That's, see, that's there. all you should have yeah. said to me. Definitely. And I understand. Definitely. Because you're a hardworking guy. You're very focused. Yeah. And what I find is, right, I hope people don't take this wrong way. Hey. What I find is, when you're doing shit and you're you're making waves Mm -hmm. and you are focused Mm -hmm. that is when girls see you as you're like Hmm. like they find that sexy yeah but the thing is you find it sexy but you move towards that thing and you realize maybe the thing the person in question also feels the same way about you but the person's focus is it's on you sometimes or well, it's on off, you most of off, the time. On off. Not on and off. But the main focus is to make it, the person wants to make it in yeah. life. So you are a priority, but his business is a his bigger one at that, at that moment. You see, I was very, when I was growing up, my dad was always busy. Yeah. And I didn't understand until I started my business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I realized, nah, 
this guy was hustling for us. Yeah. Like you need to hustle for yourself and hustle for the people you Similar love. Similar thing with my dad. I he, mean, if he, you have if if you have mm-hmm. a, a relationship and you you also run a business. Mm-hmm. No, okay. So people feel okay. So then, if I if I'm an entrepreneur, I don't need to build relationships. No, that's very false. You still can build relationships, you know, but it's just about the focus. Sometimes you just lose focus, and it's it's nobody's fault. Mm-hmm. It's just you know it happens sometimes. So you just have to deal with it and move forward. Where are you going to be in five years' time? <laughs> in hindsight, like what what do you hope to? Where do you okay, hope to be in five years' time? So. Even before five years, yeah, baseball is going to be a household name. Yeah. I think premium, you're, you're on your way already to becoming a household premium name. services yeah. in Ghana and beyond. So I'm looking forward to. I want people to franchise my business, mm-hmm. and that that takes a lot of work, big work, a lot of work. So we are we are we are we are on it. We are mm-hmm. on it, and with the pace. With the pace at which I work, and I know my own work and my work ethics, I think we'll get there soon. We'll get there soon. Um, I also want to just stress entrepreneurship is a passion point for me. Yeah. And I was telling you before the podcast, sometimes people take life for granted. Like yeah. you've been put here to do something. Yeah. And you definitely don't need talent it's laziness. To make it in life. I think it's laziness. You don't need talent. And passion is not enough. Mm-hmm. You need something more. Mm-hmm. Identify something you are good at yeah. and develop it. If you are good at something, never do it for free. If you're being a hoe and hoe, <laughs> hoeing is your talent, no, be a good hoe. No, no matter what it is, I don't want to say... Like, no, I don't you know, agree with you. No. <laughs> something you can make money from. But if you're going to be good at something, be really good at it. Be really good and at it. You you get Except somewhere. Hoeing. I always say Don't I I you can ask chemists. Chemists just want to studio. Yeah. I not someone that's like talented at something of specifically. Mm-hmm. My thing is I want to make money. Definitely, and you will not stop me from making money. And the thing I like about you is like sometimes when I see your post on Twitter, Monday you are doing this, Tuesday you are doing this, Wednesday you are doing this, Thursday you are doing this. Uh, people think it's easy. People think the fact that you are you keep Posting. being cons- consistent. With something, mm-hmm. it means it's easy for you. No, oh. it's a struggle, man. Big time. Like, and the thing is to own a business, to own, run a business in mm-hmm. Ghana is a headache. It's a big one. And one, there are no venture capitals if you need money to start a business. There are no venture capitals to go to. You need to self-fund your own business. And government regulations, definitely. And government regulations won't even allow you. Not at all. I filed my taxes this year. Hey. <laughs> and I was expecting to get a, a tax incentive because... You're an entrepreneur. N- yes, new businesses. Why don't you give the government give a year tax incentive? Mm-hmm. What if I start a business and the business doesn't run successfully? You but give tax incentives to entrepreneurs so that I motivate them but they don't they do, no 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 they don't they my don't. goodness but there's always talk of it happening I filed my taxes from 2016 mm-hmm. you know um, when I legally registered a business so the government regulations to there should be a Kufadu should really critically look at entrepreneurship in Ghana mm-hmm. he started off well he released 10 million cities for, for entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs young entrepreneurs mm-hmm. how is accountable where's it go where's it going where where did the money go where's i don't want to even share to? my story on that mm-hmm. uh where like, he should hold his people accountable for yeah. every single penny that is released mm-hmm. and also individuals should multi- motivate yourself to do something and to make something out of yourself look at your present situation now and calculate it in your mind in the next two years mm-hmm. do i want to be here yeah a, a problem with Ghanaians is um we get very comfortable. Very comfortable. If the seller, the hawker in town is making 100 CDs a day. Yeah. She knows he that. can use it to buy food, pay rent. He, that's all for him. Yeah. He doesn't look at ways of making Double the 100 it. CDs turn into 1,000 CDs. Yeah. And that's what's different from a person selling on the street and an entrepreneur. You mm-hmm. are looking forward to maximize profits. Maximize returns. So when I have when I have three hundred CDs today, I want to get 
3,000 cities tomorrow. Yeah. Times 10. Yeah. And that's the only way that you become successful. The only way. The only way. In See, you're not a hustler, but you are a hustler. I've hustled, but... See, no, <laughs> when, when we hear, hear the word hustler, mm-hmm. you think of someone that's somehow... No, they're doing okay, but they're... Yeah. No, you're a hustler. I'm a hustler. And... I feel that a number of us, it's not cool to be a hustler, mm-hmm. especially in this climate. Definitely. It's either your parents are well-to-do yeah. or you need to be made already. Of course. It's not cool to somehow... So the problem I have also have with the, my parents are well-to-do um, people, the group is you came to meet wealth. Money, yeah. Right? Some of us didn't. Definitely. How do you make sure... Maybe not the, the generation after you, mm-hmm. but the generation after your generation and the next mm-hmm. come to be the same type of wealth or even more. So, say my father left a whole junk of money, mm-hmm. and I, I I don't I don't do anything to appreciate the money, but all I'm doing is like spending, spending the money. Then my generation, the next generation, will come and also spend. It's com- if they it's, are, it's just what you said. People get comfortable yeah, if they are. Um, reasonable enough yes. they appreciate they try to appreciate the money mm-hmm. if not then it goes and then the final generation may lose lose up not get anything thing. and the thing that's what's uh, happened with Ghana yeah. and the thing is it's not even for you put the generation aside it's for f- yourself mm-hmm. you know I like the fact that I can look back and see why oh, I did this or oh, I did that I remember when I was in school somebody Walked up to me and told me I can't do this. There's a you real can't. story. Yeah, they said you can't do yeah, this. Yeah, it was a girl in my school. She told me. So the thing was, when I started, I got after the first six months, I got a lot of recognition. I was doing a lot of interviews, mm-hmm. TV, radio, mm-hmm. and newspapers. So I came into a newspaper, I think Graphic Business or Daily Guide, one of them, mm-hmm. and it was a full page spread, and. I think my friends in school were taking pictures of it, putting it in WhatsApp groups and all of that. And went to campus. And was like, oh, she she came up to me. When I was in school, people didn't really like me. <laughs> because Why? you know Ghana, when you are very open about your opinion, yeah. or you are you are you are not restri- you don't restrict yourself yeah, from sharing to, your opinion. Yeah. People be, don't like you. People automatically assume you're dangerous. Of course. So, me, the thing is, if we are in class and they want an opinion, mm-hmm. I will give my you opinion. Put your hand up. You know, like I'll, I would share my views, whether mm-hmm. it's right or wrong, because mm-hmm. you only you can only learn <laughs> after that, after mm-hmm. the fact. If you if you answer a question and it's wrong, you learn from yeah. the, from uh, uh, being corrected, right? So, people didn't really like me, and she was one of them. And, and she came she up to me and she was like. Right now, I think like I'm doing something, <laughs> but it won't go anyway. I wonder where she is and right now. I just laughed. I wonder too. I just laughed because it was very funny for me because she she didn't see my vision. If she had seen my vision, I'll surprise everybody in Ghana soon. Trust me. No. I remember I met you at the food market and you asked me how I'm doing. And I was like, nah. Yeah. And you were down. Entrepreneurs also have like their downside times, you know. I've been, I won't lie to you, I've been very, very off for the past two months. Yeah. I've been totally off. And people don't understand. Relationships around me are breaking. Mm-hmm. Um, friendships are breaking. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, but yeah. it's all risks uh, that I'm 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 harboring inside me. And guys, this is a true story. I met <laughs> I met Kwame at um one of the markets. Yeah. And um I just saw he wasn't his energy. Do you have some energy yeah, around you? I always I'm always like the bubbly. I feed off people's and energy. The energy so I'm wasn't there. Around, and but, I said, bro, what's up, Sir It's been very hard. Small. It's been, I'm, I asked him like twice. <laughs> you know, you ask someone how you doing. Like, oh, I'm yeah, cool. I'm cool. But I don't like I saying know. my stuff. Like, I just try to harbor inside. Yeah, but it's it's really been. Crazy. That's when I bought you. The, I said, what would make you happy? You said, yeah, Johnny. What you know, what make me happy, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, bye, <laughs> bye Mary. Mary. Uh, so if you've seen me at Bloomba uh, everywhere frequently. 
just know I'm there so that I forget my problems. Yeah. <laughs> and the karaoke night. Yeah. You haven't been for no, a couple weeks, bro. Yeah, I haven't been. What's up? <laughs> so the thing is, no, karaoke has been constant since the beginning of the year. It has been constant, but it the last been, two weeks. Yeah, for the last two weeks. And um, thing is, I think in Ghana, you need, you need, you need backup lives. Outlets. You need backup lives. Lives. In order to, yeah, like, you know how Mario, you have two, three lives. If you marry. No, 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 no. Two, three. Mario, like you can Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get you, I get you. So you, you need that kind of idea before you can start a business here. It's mm. difficult. Yeah. No lie. It's difficult. Reaching your target market. Don't put all your eggs your in one basket. Market. Don't definitely try to be a portfolio businessman. Mm-hmm. But when I say portfolio businessman, I don't mean start five businesses at once. Mm-hmm. When you start a business, make sure foundation. it's growing. <laughs> you lay a strong foundation before mm-hmm. you approach another idea. Mm-hmm. I don't intend to for Baseball to just be a, a pop-up restaurant, mm-hmm. a private chef service. There are other outlets I want to do. But then I need to make sure the like, foundation the first for one this is one strong. Is stronger. If people believe in the brand, even when I make anything and I put a brand baseball on it, mm-hmm. people buy it. So, bro, the problems that you face yeah. within your entrepreneurship, can you basically elaborate on it so you can give advice to someone else who maybe is going through a similar thing mm-hmm. and they don't know how to tackle it? Okay, so, um, yeah. So, the thing is, the problems, will, it, it shoots from different sides. P- pressure. It could be it's it definitely boils down to pressure, but it could be from family, which is personal. Yeah. It could be from business side. Uh, so the thing is, as I mentioned to you before, mm-hmm. if I'm not if I I'm not working, I, I'm the type of person who always wants to do something. Yeah. So if I'm not working, yeah, uh, it's a little bit difficult for me. Yeah. And the thing is, in low seasons, as I already explained again, yeah, uh, this business I do. It has seasons. Mm-hmm. It has good seasons yeah. and it has bad seasons. So, I, and I'm so accustomed to working every day. Mm-hmm. For instance, between 25th of uh, November last year to 7th January yeah. this year, I worked every, every single, single day. day. Wow. Two, three jobs. And I made enough money. I, I made money more than I made the entire year. From that period. That From that period. Period. Close to two months, that period. Yeah. So, like, when it gets to times where it's the low season, yeah, it becomes very difficult for me. And this is a personal thing because I just don't like to sit Down. and do nothing. Yeah, I you know. know so it becomes feeling. very, and I become stressed. And also, I have like uh, challenges with business decisions that I need to make. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to strategy, mm-hmm. how to move forward. Sometimes you have conflicting ideas and I resort to people who are experienced mm-hmm. to talk their way out. But sometimes, you know, it always boils down to you to make the decision. You know, people can give you different mm-hmm. advice. Uh, advice from. And for this particular issue I'm facing, I'm getting the same ratio of people giving different... Yeah, so you're, you're in the middle so, and you're torn. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's very difficult for you to come to a conclusion on what to do. Um... I've saved a lot of money for a restaurant, right? But then sometimes personal issues hit you. And you have to dip into it. And you have to dip into But that's a a very big decision to make, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, are you going to sacrifice everything that you've worked for? Because of something outside of your Yeah, something that just comes to hit you from... I have a friend, Paolo, who is a big-time businessman, Mm -hmm. who always tells me, hey, if you... Like, if you save for business, don't touch it. But that, that's a very difficult... You can't say that. Yeah, you know, that's a very difficult... Um, and I understand him because he's speaking from a point of view. But we are all different people and then, like, we all have different ways of handling things. Um, if you want to go down this path of entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. just be ready for storms it's hitting not easy. you left, right, front, back. Because you are going to get... I get broke sometimes when mm-hmm. I can see my back, bank statements from my business account. There's yeah. money I could as, easily Touch. assess. Yeah. But then you don't have anything. Not 
every time that you see me out, mm-hmm. it doesn't really mean I'm loaded with money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's difficult sometimes. Like sometimes you have literally nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people, you see, and, and I think it's when people approach you and, and ask you, you for help. Yeah. And at that point in time, you are not able to give. They feel help like you are, you are not being like oh you you like you've moved a step ahead in life, like you are making money. But why don't you want to help? That entitlement really pisses me off. It's not really about entitlement for me. No, that entitlement feel- it, it does it does piss people off sometimes. But the thing is, maybe these people are people who who look up to you for certain things. You know, so you should be able to explain to them that without telling them that mm-hmm. if I don't, if I have it, they know if you have it, but they think you always have it, and that's why we are talking about this right now. We are talking about the problems. Expect that you would have, you would there would definitely be low times, mm-hmm. like low times where you have no money, um, uh, uh, and that's why you also need to surround yourself with with good people, good people. Because, for instance, for me, like, when I'm in my low times, I have, like, people I could count on. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple of friends I could count on. Not necessarily borrow money from them. Mm-hmm. But... If worse came to worse, They know if they are down there to yeah. help, you yeah. know. <laughs> so, it's it's just the way you handle all these kinds of things. But just be ready for storms hitting left, right. From personal staff, family... Which integrates into your business stuff, which puts you down sometimes. Guys, I'm gonna have to end the podcast here. We've we had a time limit. We've actually gone way over the time limit, but we're gonna finish here. I think we should do a part two of this. Um, <laughs> in a couple months, I'm gonna get back to you. We'll sit down. We may have some other guests on. Yeah. Because um, it's a very good conversation. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people listening today would have had a lot of golden tips yeah. that you don't usually hear and this is from somebody that is just like you as much as um Kwame has hit some crazy heights he's just like you what he's achieved he eats the same gary you eat the Every same day. tomatoes <laughs> the same bread the same milk the same butter you can do it you can do it it's not easy but you can do it it's about your drive your passion and your focus so uh i'll leave you with that you need to give your handles and, and your... You want to say something? Yeah, I just wanted to say... I started an initiative called Start Wait. It's basically... A, 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 a get-together. A get-together of people who are afraid to approach their business ideas. People who are scared to start a business. Startups who are scared to fail. And people who already own successful business. Just come together, learn, support each other. So... Um, you can follow Start or Wait, Start or Wait on Twitter, Instagram, and just watch out for updates. If you want to follow my pages, it's Bishville, B double I S H V I double L E. Thank you. Thank All you, right. Stone, for Oh, you're welcome, me. bro. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Uh, this is episode number 17. If I'm not mistaken, yes, it is. You know how to contact me if you have anything. If and if there's anything you've heard tonight that you want to talk to myself or Kwame about, feel free to hit us up. He just gave you his handle. You can also talk to me anytime. I'm not going to put my number here, but you can contact me on social media. My handle is J O N Y S T O N E 11. And uh, yeah, we're out. Boom.